Welcome back, everybody. It's Nick and AJ back with another edition of the 4th and 3 podcast. This is the week 14 recap episode. A lot of things have transpired over the weekend. A lot of people got eliminated from their fantasy playoffs. A few teams in the NFL clinched playoff berths. A few teams were denied playoffs. They took the exit route. Um, but that being said, we got a nice, exciting show for you. Um, as I stated earlier, AJ's here as well. I am also here. Super sad about fantasy, but uh, we're here. We're going to make the best of it. Super sad about fantasy. That's kind of been the theme of the last week in the fourth and three podcast. A lot of people sad because um, AJ didn't have a game to play this week. I missed the playoffs. Both very sad. And then Jared, because he knows it's inevitable that he's not going to make it. So it's just been sad. You know, it's been a time of mourning. Uh, But you know what? We stuck together because we're a team and together we will get through this. Uh, so that being said, let's just jump into some of these weekly games. Um, I'm going to talk about the Vikings Bucks first because I'm still kind of bummed about it. Uh, so what did we learn from this game? Well, first we start. The Buccaneers did win 26 to 14. They pulled off the win and uh, they currently have won their seven of last nines against seven of their last nine games against Minnesota. So really disappointing for Minnesota side. Um, what did I so learn? Dan, Dan Bailey, Dan Bailey missed 10 kicks, three field goals, one <laughs> extra point, really frustrating. That alone would have made the score 26 to 24, but it also would have definitely dictated how the Vikings played their offense. Yeah. Cause Dalvin cook was rolling in the first half. Um, he ended up finishing the day with over a hundred yards. Uh, I know the Buccaneers are only averaging 74 yards per or total rushing yards for opposite teams so alone he surpassed that and we had a few other people put up some yards as well including Kirk Cousins who was really using his legs this weekend which was nice to see because not only did he get a bunch of yards on it um, he did have very crucial parts and uh, you know escaped some pressure at certain times and extended some drives Um, honestly I think looking at these teams I mean, I mean, you can't say the Vikings are the better team, but watching the way they played, watching the way both teams played, the Vikings were the better team. I would agree. Minus yeah, they, special teams. Yeah, game. the game came down to kicking, um, which is extremely unfortunate. You hate to see games decided ultimately that way, especially when your kicker does miss you know, four field goals or three field goals, an extra point, whatever. Games should not be decided by that. I think a, a kicker is a crucial part of the game. Just for whatever sake, it's just a, a crucial piece. Yeah, to lose like that is, is detrimental. I don't think Tom Brady and the Bucs had like their best game ever. But so I think that's the entire reason that the Vikings lost. And I, it's pretty obvious. Yep, no doubt. Um, that being said, um, Kirk looked pretty good for the most part. Uh, another thing that looked bad about the Vikings was their offensive line. They did let up six total sacks, um, all of them in Bucks territory. So we are all on the verge of scoring how you win football games. So that's really frustrating. Uh, Dalvin Cook played well. Adam Thielen did all right. Jefferson did. I mean, the whole team collectively, it was a good, it would have been a good team yeah. win. You know, the team, they always talk about the team wins. It would have been a good team win, but unfortunately Dan Bailey did not hold up his end of the bargain. And as of today, he still has his job. And from listening to all the different, uh, radios and seeing how the NFL plays out. It sounds like if a team were to look at getting another kicker, 
at least for the Vikings, he wouldn't be able to start this weekend anyways with Correct. COVID yeah, protocols. Because he, he has passed the five days. You have to pass all the, the COVID tests. So, yeah, Dan Bailey most likely going to be your kicker for next week. Is he the kicker the following week? No, nor should I think, he be. I, honestly, I think he is. Really? Yep. So, Mike Zimmer, the way he was talking today, it's not like how he was talking about with previous kickers, not with Walsh, not with Forbath, not with Carlson. Um he was actually really on Dan Bailey's side, and I can't remember his exact words, but essentially he was like, he's done so well for us in the past. You know, we have to consider that as well. Because prior, because he's missed seven kicks the last two weeks, but prior to that, he made 28 straight field goals from like 40 plus yards. That is a very fair point. And it should be noted that around the league, there was a ton of missed kicks this week. Like yes. A, a very, very weird Every amount. single game had a missed kick, I think, except for last night's game. I think you're right. I, I think that is correct. Because I know, I know the Eagles got one for sure. And watching, you know, red zone and whatever, you just saw a missed kick, missed kick, extra point. Uh, Jake Elliott missed one from like the 22-yard line. Or for like, it was like a 22-yard field goal. It's like, what are you doing? You're killing me. But no, it was, a, it was an around the league issue. Um, but the Vikings felt it the worst. That is exclamation on it Boop. no doubt not only do i not only it was the covid thing kind of getting in the way of dan bailey as well though but i was looking at the other talent out there and there's just like it's it's all the same you know you're just shuffling kickers one of them's Pretty gonna much. be hot one of them's not i mean the the best guy is vinatieri right now but he's he got kicked off a team this year he got cut i mean it's well yeah justin and Tucker. by the way dude he is 47 years old yeah Super old. Justin Tucker's the guy. Um, who else can't I think of? Justin Tucker. Harrison Butker, also very, very good. Will Lutz, typically Mr. Automatic, also missed a kick this week. Sanders missed a kick. Jason, yep, missed one very early. It was a weird week for kickers, but we'll let's see how this plays out with other teams as we break it down for you. Yep. And then the last thing I just want to talk about with this game – um, Buccaneers, I again, they weren't like they didn't look that good at all. Kind of, I mean, even defensively, they didn't really look good. No. Um, but they are two games behind the Saints. <clears throat> Saints are probably still going to win that division, but it's not out of the realm possibilities yet. Um, but the bigger thing that's frustrating is the Cardinals did end up winning. Now they have that seventh playoff seed. Vikings are outside looking in again. The Bears won, and now they're tied in the hunt. And I think the Lions are also in the hunt now. They're only one game behind us, two games also, behind Arizona. Unbelievable. Also correct, it's a very packed NFC playoff picture, which makes it really, really fun coming down to these next two weeks. So make sure you pay attention to the 4th and 3 podcast for all of your playoff implications. Yeah, dude, don't listen to Adam Schefter. He's going to tell you that Josh <laughs> Jacobs isn't going to play this weekend. Yeah. Who's- Fourth and three said Josh Jacobs was going to play this weekend. Okay, so who's the real NFL insider here? Yeah, that's all I got to say. You should know. Uh, moving on, moving on. Okay, so next game we have the Patriots and the Rams. The Rams did win twenty-four to three. This is the first time New England has seven losses in a season since two thousand two. So really long time. Sorry, Patriots fans, but welcome to the rest of the league. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the land of mediocrity. Seriously, um, at this point. If you're the GM of the Patriots, are you just trying to win? Are you trying to hit the playoffs still? Or are you thinking about what we need to be doing for next year? 
they're they're going to keep fighting. It's it's just a Patriots thing. I think they're they're going to kind of keep this momentum going. Obviously, they won four games before this game, which obviously helped their their playoff chances. So you hit this brick wall. You still have Cam. You want to see what he can do. Maybe they put in Stidham a little bit more to see what they have there, because obviously Cam is not the issue or not the not the solution. So I think they have to play the kid, kind of see what they have, get their young wide receivers out there. So I think they should play, if not just to see what they have on kind of the back end of the roster. Yeah, I agree. I think the Patriots are also going to stick guns in. Uh, I mean, because they're still – they're not going to win that division. Miami's no. going to get that one. But they, they could sneak up wild card. They could get that seventh seed. Um, Rams, on the other half, they really took care of business, um, especially with Cam Akers. I mean, dude, that guy was – he was electrifying Thursday. Baller. 171 um, rushing yards. Huge. That's crazy. Good That's for him. Huge. That's huge. It, he looked like kind of a bust early on, especially with that weird committee backfield. But I think Malcolm Brown was hurt. Daryl Henderson got a couple touches, but it was a Cam Akers show. It was the Akers show, no doubt. Uh, next game, we have the Cardinals. They did beat the Giants, as we already spoke to earlier. They won 26-7. to uh, Daniel Jones just really couldn't get anything going. Wayne Gallman, not really either. First time he was threw up a stinker in six weeks, I think. Also, like the first, also the first time I put him into the fantasy lineup. So that's <laughs> awesome. Course. We love that. It all that. correlates. Um, we have the Chiefs. They did beat the Dolphins 33-27. to That game was kind of a roller coaster. Um, the Dolphins really harassed Patrick Mahomes in the first quarter. I think they were up 10 zip at one point, right? Yep. Yep, and then the Chiefs scored 33 unanswered points. What can you do? It's the Patrick Mahomes show, um, and everyone counted out the Dolphins. But look at the Dolphins making a little comeback of their own. They end up scoring 17 unanswered points after that and fall 33-27. to um, Chiefs is the best team in the league. But the Dolphins, AJ, you were right. They're for real. Every week is- they become more and more legitimate. And this is without a couple of their key defensive players. Kyle Vannoy was not playing. Um, same thing with our wide receivers. I mean, you lose Devontae Parker on like the second play. Preston Williams isn't there. So you're playing with Jakeem Grant and I don't even know who else. But for Tua to come out and, and actually have that comeback, I think me and you agreed at that moment. We're like, it's fifth time. They're down big. They need something to kind of change this up. Ryan says Patrick's going to come in. He's going to lead this crazy comeback. It did not happen. They gave Tua the opportunity to try to make that comeback. And it was, it was entertaining to watch, to say the least. I would be interesting to see how Ryan Fitzpatrick would have done. Um, but again, you don't have Miles Gaskins. So you're playing DeAndre Washington, who's your third, potentially your fourth running back. And you're still putting up 27 points to stay with the Chiefs. Given it's, it's garbage time, I get it. But the Dolphins, Brian Flores is, is a lot better than people give him credit for. And I think there's, there's a lot of talent there. I just think they get healthy. They win a couple more of these games. They could be dangerous in the playoffs. They need to give the team back to Fitz. This is, I mean, this is a game they shouldn't, they sh- It's tough. I, I, I really don't know what to do. And, and that's the, I said this the second Fitz got sat, I was like, why? You're, you're winning. You're in a potential playoff spot. This is your opportunity. You just have to finish it out. And they go, nope, we want to see what they have with Tua. I get it. You drafted him so high. But when Fitz is, is playing lights out, when you see Fitz magic and you're winning games, you don't see many teams who are like, oh, we're winning games. We need to change something because that doesn't make sense. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. 
Um, we're gonna talk about a couple stinkers here real quick. So the Titans beat up on the Jaguars. They won a 31 to 10. Derrick Henry had 200 plus rushing yards and two touchdowns for the fourth time in his career, uh, aka another week happened. Uh, the Cowboys. <laughs> whooped on the Bengals. They won 30-7. to seven. This is the first win by more than three points this season for the Dallas Cowboys. So, good Big job. defensive game. Big good defensive job. game. You, you, beat a, you beat a crappy team. Um, the Bears, this is probably the biggest shocker of the weekend, win 36-7. to seven. Uh, The Trubisky-Watson uh, game this is the first time they ever played in college, or I mean in the NFL. Um, and honestly, Mahomes, Watson, and Trubisky were all drafted that same year. And Trubisky was the best quarterback this weekend. Killed it. That is, one, that is 100% correct. Mahomes with three picks. He came into that game with only two picks. Most of them were deflections. Same thing in Tua's case. But that's mind-boggling because Deshaun Watson did struggle as well. So the Bears, you got to feel good watching it. But no, <laughs> you do not feel confident with Mitch Trubisky either way. But it's good Absolutely to see. not. It is good to see. It justifies that pick just a little bit. Kind of. Um, but not enough. It still sucks to have him in Trubisky. Uh, the Broncos beat the Panthers 32-27. to Drew Locke has a career-high four passing touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater just could not lead them to the victory. The Panthers fall to 4-9. The Broncos go up to 5-8. and eight. Uh, <clears throat> Right now, they're just kind of battling for a better pick. Uh, in the draft. Moving on, we got the Colts and the Raiders. This game was actually pretty fun to watch before it got out of hand. <coughs> Excuse me. The Colts end up winning 44 to 27, a nice 17 point cushion for your boys, the fourth and three team. Um, Las Vegas has now last three of their last four. They're watching, they're looking at the playoffs slip away as the Colts are looking at trying to win that division. I think the Colts, Colts proved a little something to me over that game because I, I thought they were going to win this game. I didn't, they were going to do so in such impressive fashion. Um, and at the same time, T.Y. Hilton, what? What a Coming boy. on strong, like, uh, like unbelievable, and most likely unrostered right now. Yeah, I know. And if, and, if, and if he did, if he did roster, I hope to God you played him in your fantasy game. Because if you left him on your bench, I bet you lost your fantasy game this week. Yeah, you could have played him the last three weeks. If you would have told me that at like week six, I'd be like, you need to take T.Y. out of your lineup. Now going to these next couple of games, is he, is he flexy? Oh, it's absolutely flexy. He's absolutely flexy. So we'll get into this. this whoever has wide receivers, I'm sure he'll be somewhere in their mind. But T.Y. Hilton and Phillip Rivers, dangerous. Now they finally have some sort of connection. Good to see. Yep. And I think the Raiders, I think it just goes to show they're still not just, they're just not there yet. They yeah. need to work on their defense. This is, I don't know how many times they've just gotten blown out. Not necessarily blown out because they, they can keep up kind of, but they just give up 30 donuts and now a 40 donut. Every week, you can't be doing that if you want to be good. No, you cannot. Uh, another cakewalk game. We have the Seahawks. They beat up on the Jets 40-3. to This is 13 straight losses for the New York Jets, longest in team history. Really trying to set a record there for 0-16. Um, the Packers beat the Lions. They won 31-24. to However, is much closer uh, than it kind of seems, even though one-score game is not that far out. <clears throat> um, at one point, they were tied. When it was zero zero, no, I'm just kidding. At one point they were tied <laughs> to 17, um, and then just in the second half, Aaron Rodgers just did his Aaron Rodgers things and beat the Lions like he does every year. 
Um, with that being said, the Packers clinched the North. There's no hope for the Vikings to steal it from them, and it is a sad day. And Jared already gloated to me this morning. Of course. That was awesome. <laughs> um, next game, we have the football team. They beat the Niners 6-7. and seven. Niners are now 5-8. and eight. This is huge. So they won 23-15. to 15. Now, the football team still doesn't look super impressive, but hey, are they number one or two in the division now? Number they one. Are, they are in sole place. They're in sole position in first place. But it's worth noting, Alex Smith does leave this game with the same leg injury that he had previously. Definitely not as severe. Don't know the details of it, but it was on the same leg. So Dwayne yeah, Haskins that, came in. That is a bummer. I did not hear that. That's uh, That's... That's a big bummer, actually. You don't like to hear that. No, I think I think we were all definitely rooting for Alex Smith. I mean, you talked about this last week. I think he's good. He's definitely more of a game manager, but he has the tools. But you lose that confidence, that veteran status of, of what the Washington football team needed. I think it's going to be not detrimental to him, but I don't think they're going to be playing the same way they have over the past five, six games. Mm-hmm, so, no doubt. So I don't know. This is really big for the division, um, especially if Dwayne Haskins is, is going to be starting through the rest of the regular season. I don't know the, the in-depth injury report on it, though. So we'll, we'll keep you up to date on Wednesday. And Nick, I can't hear what you're saying, so I'm going to talk throughout this point here. Um, I left my last point. At some point, it'll come back on. And Hello? I think we There we go. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I'm not sure what happened there. Um so what I was about to say is uh, even more bad news for the football team is the Philadelphia Eagles, your favorite team, AJ, took it to the Saints and beat them 24-21, letting the football team know that, hey, Eagles aren't out of it yet. Yeah, it was uh, extremely frustrating. Um, I'm going exp- to explain why I think it's so frustrating. The, the game plan that I saw Doug Peterson call has literally been what I've been screaming for Doug Peterson to do with some of these rollouts. Obviously, I don't want Carson to, to rush the ball 18 times. And maybe Jalen Hurts hit a couple passes that Carson wouldn't. But the game plan was simplified, which he has now done for not only Nick Foles and Jalen Hurts. But he, he, I don't know if he's trying to get too strategic with what he's doing with Carson, but simplify it like he did this week. We also finally got a pick, finally got some turnovers. And it's so frustrating, so, so frustrating to see that happen. Um, don't get me wrong. It's never bad to see an Eagles win. Um, we don't have a lot of them this year, so it felt good. But just the, the scenario of what I had to watch sucked. By the end of the day, go birds. Um, who are the Philadelphia Eagles next three games against? The Cardinals, the Cowboys, and maybe the Washington football team. Oh, That's off the, t- that would- the top. Huge. I'm going to look this up real quick. Um, I want to see if you guys actually still have a chance at making it. You guys do still have a chance, we, right? We do. We had to win that game to still be in it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Regular season schedule. So with the crew. So you, game? yep, you're playing the Cardinals. So I will be an Eagles fan this week. Um, then you're playing the Cowboys and yeah, the football team. So holy oh. crap. You win these next two games and Washington loses the next two games. You could be looking at a playoff spot. That's what I'm not excited about. So listen, we have a playoff spot. We're playing Jalen Hurts still for whatever reason. Doug's still playing the offense that is full strategy because he's trying to keep his job. And Carson's going to sit there on the sideline, look like a little bum. I still ride with Carson. I know he's had some bad games. I think he is our quarterback of the future. 
but it frustrates the living heck out of me to see that game plan and everything go, go well for Jalen Hurts. Don't get me wrong. Could be kind of that, that backup coach vibe where you come in, you want to do something else for, for the new guy. But oh, I've never, I've never been so mad about a win. I bet. Uh, more good news for the Vikings. Uh, not only did the Eagles beat the Saints, Vikings have to beat the Saints coming up here in two weeks, but Saints gave up 200-yard rushers, one to Miles Sanders and the other to Jalen Hurts. Dalvin Cook, so you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. This is the first time in 55 games. It's been like three years since they've had one 100-yard rusher, and they let up two. All it takes is one. But at the same time, you got to look at at Miles Sanders. Yes, he did finish with 102 or 115 yards. One of those rushes was an 82-yard touchdown. He now has three rushes of over 70 yards on the season. Only 11 other players have done that. He's done it three times. Uh, can you still hear me? Maya is messing with my computer. I can, Maya. Quit walking on the keyboard. Come on. That's all right. She's learning. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. All right. Two games left we need to talk about here. Um, Falcons, Chargers. Chargers do beat the Falcons. They win 20 to 17. I'm pretty sure that I got that game incorrect. I think I the Falcons there. So that's a bummer. Uh, Money Badgley did make a 43-yard field goal as time expired for the walk-off win. So that's exciting for Joe Herbert or Justin Herbert gets his fourth win of the season. Did you see the circumstances in which that, like the last play of the game happened? No. Anthony Lynn should not have been allowed on the plane going home. So he decides on like third and six with like 15 seconds left, he's going to run the ball rather than passing. No timeouts left. So they run, they get like two yards, and then they literally just like have their special teams like dip onto the field. It's like you do a short pass, something out of bounds, out of the end zone, or to the outside. Who runs the ball in that situation and not give yourself the opportunity to kick? He's almost like trying to lose his own job. Obviously, they won that game, so maybe he's okay for another week. But that was terribly called two-minute or basically 30-second football frustrating for chargers fans i totally get it i know i did not see that that is huge though um <clears throat> so they ran the ball 15 seconds left and they were able to get the special teams out and take the field goal yeah so i don't know if they spiked wow. it i look kudos to the special teams team then yeah it was it was impressive but the play calling was horrendous as I'll usual yeah. Uh, last game is going to be the Bills Steelers game. Uh, the Bills did beat the Steelers twenty six to fifteen. Shout out to Stevie for listening to my advice and picking the Bills in your weekly pick'em league. Um, this is exciting for Buffalo fans. Um, they're they're legit. We know they're legit. Stephon Diggs is awesome. He caught a touchdown on hundred yards or something like that, ninety yards. Uh, Josh Allen can just launch it from any part of the field. Uh, kind of looks like a young big Ben almost in that aspect um, oh, that yeah. being said the Steelers another week showing that they are frauds a little bit I hate to say that because um, I, I really don't think it's true but I think their their injuries are starting to pile up and people are figuring out that offense the Bills played it to perfection last night just watching Big Ben's eyes and you're going to see where those short little passing plays come from I think if if other teams figure it out as well not going to be good because their run game is atrocious and they need that to do the kind of their, you know, their little dink and dunks. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely do. Um, really frustrating. Chase Claypool kind of nowhere to be seen. You really expect a lot from him, especially in these last couple weeks here. But he seems to have hit that rookie wall. Um, what else happened for the Bills? Oh, LaShawn McCoy. No, who's LaShawn McCoy play for? He plays for the Chiefs now. The, Disregard that. The Bucks. Yeah, for the Bucks, not the Bills. Um, you know, it was just a good hard hard nose football game. Absolutely. Good way to good way to end it. Yeah, you know, that was a good Sunday night game too. Oh, absolutely. It was a, a very very good game. I think this does prove the Bills. I think the Bills are probably the only team that can take out the Chiefs, NFC and AFC included. Uh, I don't think that, but they're definitely one of the couple. That's fair. I don't know. That's that's where I'm going. I I do think the the Bills have one of the better chances of making the Super Bowl this year. Obviously, they have to go through the Chiefs to do so, but I think they're the only team that's going to shut them down, or could. I'll say could, because Diggs, whoo, Stefan Diggs last night looked good. He looked real good. Um, so, you know, for whatever it is, I think Nick's talking. I can't hear him, uh, but I think Diggs is extremely talented. I think he lives up to, to what they wanted him to be there, and I think the Bills are going to go far. I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen there. I'm not sure if Nick is frozen, but luckily that was our, our last game of the week. Um, so I will go ahead. Oh, is he back? Nick, can you talk for me? Can't hear you. I got nothing. All right. So I am going to end this podcast for the both of us. Um, I have zero audio coming in from Nick's side. Um, so thank you guys for listening to another recap episode. This is AJ signing off from the fourth and three podcast. Nick. Still not working, but he's playing with his cat. Appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And we will be back Wednesday for an introduction video to hopefully your playoff week two, or you're just trying to watch your team make a playoff. So thank you, everybody. Team of fourth and three. Peace. Bye. On fourth and three.